easier not to do it. It's just don't do it. Don't do it. You'll just get DMCA banned. You'll get DMCA banned. Speaking of DMCA banned, let's get one right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rune Terrible Radio. I am Blevins, and with me, as always, is a potentially weird, distorted, robot-sounding saucy, but doesn't yeah, sound like it to me. It just only sounds like it to Twitch, and maybe the recording. I have no idea. How's it going, buddy? We're gonna we're gonna see. Yeah, we we're having some weird, really weird audio issues. So I don't know. We're running with it. If it sounds like garbage, hey, you've you've witnessed history. And you win the golden ticket. You win one golden ticket, uh, redeemable yep. for um, TBD. Uh, hey, let's, let's golden do ticket the not actually redeemable for anything. Do. If you're a new listener, uh, it normally sounds better than this. And <laughs> anyone else who normally listens, you know it normally sounds better than this, or it sounds fine. So it's <laughs> or there's no yeah. issues at all. Who knows? I broke my first rule. Well, it, it's not really my first rule, but it's a, a rule that I learned literally in public speaking 101, which is to not bring up things like this. Like yeah. if you're sick and you're doing a speech, you shouldn't start off the speech with like, hey, guys, I'm sorry, I'm sick. You should just do the speech um, because yeah. most of the time a lot of people won't notice unless you're like horrifically so ill. So all that to say nothing's actually wrong. Um, yeah, nothing is wrong. Uh, I nope. made all that up and uh, it's, it's just in your head. If you're yeah, we're just giving wrong. you this is your free public speaking lesson that yes. you've been given. Yes, it's really, it's a new segment we like to uh, call free public speaking lessons. Yes, segment. Yes, I'm going to. Yeah, it's a segment we like to call Blevins recants every class and course he took in community college. Uh, dot com. That's the that's the name Sweet, of the segment. Yeah, we can alternate. I'll go through some of my very fun college courses. We can go through typography, mm. um, and it's going to be really awesome. I the most writing I ever did. Okay, that's actually not true. The second most writing I ever did for any course was uh, in a children's literature class. Oh, really? Which is which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I wrote a, I wrote a lot about the tale of Despero and the Giver. Um, really great class. Um, nice. I'm, I'm mostly like, I'm kind of anti, maybe not anti, I'm not the biggest on, uh, on college in general, but if you are looking to go to college, go to community college, uh, for two years and then transfer. It's way cheaper you and you're going to get the same level of college. Yeah. I mean, I will does not die like on that Piltover hill. University. No, Piltover University sucks. Uh, it's a, it's a, here's the thing about the university um it's a, a gigantic investment it's like kind of random as to what the outcome is and you're gonna like end up not liking the what, what happened anyway and you're gonna end up probably losing and also piltover university isn't that good either and yeah that was a joke uh okay let's actually talk about Terra uh before uh like the uh <laughs> the college board of the United States bans our podcast. Um, Man, we're getting banned by everyone this week. Right? 
Uh, we're getting banned by everyone. I hope I get a DMCA so I can stick my middle finger up to the music industry like I've been doing for many years. I don't care. Um, okay, we're getting off topic already, and we actually do have stuff. We actually do have stuff to talk about. I lied in the tweet. I lied in the in the title of the the Twitch the the uh, Twitch cast. There actually is things to talk about, Saucy. We've got a new there patch, is. and it's a big in. Big in. Yeah, this is a this is a dense patch, not just with balance changes, but we got a lot of a lot of new treats, new lab, sweet gauntlet, mm-hmm. uh, a new uh, thang uh, feature is the word I was looking for. A new feature. Yeah, I was like, I don't know aspect. where you're going with this. <laughs> and we've we've got even a a meta game snapshot from Rito themselves. Yeah. We got the metagame snapshot. We also have the live metagame snapshot, which is literally, well, we'll talk about it uh, as we yeah. get through it. Um, yeah. But oh. before we get into all that, Saucy, uh, I know uh, the patch came out today, and I know you literally just got home from work, but yeah. uh, has there been anything in the past couple of days that you've been playing that's been fun or things that you're th- you've been uh, brewing or thinking about playing with the new patch? Yeah, I'm uh I've, so unironically I've been playing a ton of Vlad lately. Um like I was playing a, a lot of Vlad Soraka mm-hmm. um in in anticipation of some Vlad some Vlad uh buffage <laughs> and so I'm excited <laughs> to play a lot more Vlad. So yeah. buff buff Vlad uh give him muscles. Actually mm-hmm. I was with Cat of the Arm. Kind of <laughs> um Wait, but, is that so giving him muscles or or having the muscles throw Vlad? Mm both i guess what can it be both what is the flavor of like the actual flavor of kato the arm is it just that like he's how does he physically supporting you in the lore like throwing you right well i know yeah i I, that's what i thought too like he throws throws you so hard that you get stronger and also get overwhelmed yeah shiraza exactly he's just throwing her into the nexus right he's he's i love that idea he's like and hucks her um but other than other than that, I've I think I've come up with my my most prized uh, creation, oh. the best thing I've ever made, um, and it is the it's a new Pursuit of Perfection deck, um, featuring the new eight mana card that name I don't remember from KDA that uh, buffs all your guys up to the, yes. the the power and such, and you make a board full of thirty thirty overwhelms and it's yes. awesome. Yes. I love it. Uh, it's super fun. Yeah, we, we were watching some clips from it before the show, and we made a bunch of like nine nine elusive spell shield overwhelm dudes. It's really fun. That's awesome. Is it called Give It All? I feel like it I'll should be, be if it's not, because that's literally what the card does. So this is I, I've realized this for whatever reason. I am really good at remembering cards in card games. Like I'm always the one that knows the names of them. Someone will be like, "Oh yeah, what's the the card that does X, Y, and Z?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that, I know that one. That's Mystic Shot. It's a yeah. new card you never heard of." <laughs> um, the yeah. KDA cards, I can't remember a single one of their names anytime yeah. ever, and I don't know why. They they're all the same name to me in my mind. Yeah. I hear one of them, and they're all the same damn name. I don't mm-hmm. know why I can't remember any of them. I know the uh, one of them is uh, there's feel the rush. Yeah, go hard is the is the Shadow Isles one. 
Feel the Rush is the Freljord one. I'm pretty sure Give It All is the Piltover and Zahn one. If it's not, that's a huge fail. No, maybe it is, because then there's Go Get It. Go Get It is the Ionia one. I'm pretty sure. If if Give It All is the name of one of the cards and it's not the Piltover and Zahn one, the one that literally gives them all 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 of the abilities, that is a huge fail. And uh, yeah, that that would be a huge fail. I only Um, know Rack Your Bags. That's the only one I know. Rack your bags. Yeah, rack your bags. Wait. Oh, that's the wait. That's the the other side. The the yeah, leveled up go hard. One of them. I think. Sure, they're all the same. Card. I'm pretty positive go hard. I, I I think I kind I know the ones that have been played in tournaments, which is that feel the rush is the one I I definitely know. Um, yeah. because that one. That's the card that actually got play. Well, now, um, and I guess this kind of transition. Well, I guess it can kind of talk into what I've played against because I did play a, a handful of games today. Um, go hard, which is the one mana Shadow Isles one. That has is the uh, is the uh, the flavor of the hour at least uh, paired oh. uh, with with Ezreal. Yeah, I, I, well, mm-hmm. there's Ezreal. I think you know, and we'll talk about we'll talk about his change in a in a bit here. Ezreal, and then also there's uh, I don't know who came up with the original concept, and actually there's a a, a couple of different. There's at least like two or three different variations. Um, but the one that I was playing um, came from uh, Saro, who's a, a competitive player and streamer. Um, and he called the deck Back Alley, uh, Back Alley Poker, which is a, a Shadow Isles, Elise, um, Shadow Isles, uh, Bilgewater, Elise, Twisted Fate deck that okay. like is kind of like Casino. Um, in that it's like, it, it's kind of attacking on a couple of angles. It draws a bunch of cards. It also plays like really aggressively. Like it plays, um, you know, Betty Croker and, uh, and, um, you know, a bunch of the one drops, uh, in, in Bilgewater and then just plays a bunch of cheap spells. It's really strong. Um, that, that has been seeing a lot of play. Uh, Ezreal f- uh, of of a variety of flavors have been seeing play. Shadow Isles, um, mm-hmm. Noxus, good old fashioned Karma Ez. Uh, yeah. Ezreal's coming out of the woodworks now, which is uh... now. Now you said you've been playing some stuff. I want to. I want to see because um, there's there's a lot of ways you can get decks in Legends mm-hmm. of Runeterra, like deckless. That you were telling me a very new, interesting way to get. Deckless. Yes. So, um, yeah, you can now, and if you didn't know, I, I'm, I assuming I I'm pretty sure this came with this patch cause I don't remember seeing it before, but if you go to in Runeterra, you hit play and then you go all the way down. Um, you can see the leaderboard. Um, and this was a new feature, I think two or three patches ago. I don't, I don't remember. Maybe, maybe more, um, some number of patches ago, the in-game leaderboard, right? Where you could see like where you are. Um, and then you can see like who's at the top of NA ladder and you can see the whole, the whole thing and master. Well, now when you do that, you can hit inspect and you can see the deck that that person was playing. So you can see, I'm assuming in relatively real time, what deck the top ladder players were playing. So when, um, when Mr. Emotional is saying on his stream, Oh, 
Tom Kench Soraka is trash and there's only two players in the world that are good with it. And then you click their inspect and you see yep. that they're also playing it. You yeah, begin to think, exactly right. hmm, was there a little bit of deception there potentially? Uh -huh. Yeah. Some, some, some I'm just making up a random, I'm making up a random case yeah, and not calling just, out a specific streamer or anything. It's just uh, something that could happen. Yeah, could happen. Yeah. <laughs> specifically did could happen yes yeah, specifically yes. absolutely happened and i i saw it happen immediately before the stream but also you know hypothetically of course it's um, just a hypothetical honestly regardless yeah, that's pretty sweet I, yeah it, it is really sweet because i was like ooh, if i want to see like ooh, i want to play um well hey you can just keep an keep an eye on like you literally can see what the meta is and like you can see i think a more on the one hand, it's going to be a less filtered, um, like, look at the meta um, because, you know, not everyone that's in the top 10 or 50 is on Twitter tweeting about it, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You can see, like, you know, what the top players are actually playing, and it may, they make it really easy. Like, it literally brings up a thing where you can just copy the deck code and, and, and import it immediately. Um, yeah, which is sweet which is yeah it works exactly how you source. want it to yeah it works yeah. exactly how you want it to um it's so good but yeah it, it um so but also and and they, they kind of talked about riot has kind of talked about this in the past with things like mobilytics and reddit and twitter it's like how much of this is like a self-fulfilling prophecy right like um, and I'm actually wondering this too, because with this patch, we did get a meta, uh, metagame snapshot for patch 112, patch and patch 113, um, where they literally like, here's a deck, a deck code, um, play weight, play rate and win rate. Um, and like, you know, the first thing I did was look through it and be like, oh, hmm, there's some decks I, I didn't really see. There's a... You know, a Demacia um, Ionia Zed Lucian deck that I just didn't see at all. Of course, it only had 0.07% play rate, but it had a 55% win rate. Okay, yeah. I'm going to build this deck. So, like, you see that, and it only had a 0.07% play rate before. Well, next metagame breakdown, there's all of a sudden you know, X thousand people that saw these patch notes and copied this deck and have been playing it. Right. <laughs> you know, like mm -hmm. it's even more so, I think even more so than mobilytics is like creating its own monsters in a way. It's like, yeah. well, if they showed, um, you know, I'm just making up a deck here. If they showed Ezreal karma and had a 75% play rate and a 75% win rate, obviously that wouldn't happen. Well, probably that wouldn't happen. That wouldn't be that crazy for magic, right? But like, it's only going to increase it, right? Or like a deck that beats that deck specifically is going to skyrocket in play rate probably, right? So I'm wondering how much of like, again, the like self-fulfilling prophecy this is where it's like, yeah, we're showing you this and it's kind of creating the inbreeding of, well, I see what is played, so I'm going to play it. And then it's going to get played more, which is going to make more people see that it's played more and then et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very interesting. It's uh, the first time we've had this, uh, the actual, this is actual internal data mm -hmm. like, that they have. So it's not just, you know, someone going and pulling, you know, whatever from X websites. This yeah. is, we can see these are real play and win rates. And it was very interesting. Like we saw a couple one that was like, 
uh, interesting to me. Where was this? It was the Fiora Shin deck was like doing really, really good. Mm -hmm. It was over a 55% win rate or something, mm -hmm. um, which was pretty cool to see. Um, man, where did it go? It's in here somewhere. Oh, uh, yeah. Fiora I remember Shin, seeing it. Yeah. Yeah, it was 55.95% win rate and about a 4% play rate, mm -hmm. which is interesting because I didn't think it was that high of a win rate. Um, yeah, it was, so it's just kind of cool to see um, all of these. The Zedly Sin uh, had, you know, it, it it's cool to see because they gave from patch 1.2 and then they also gave patch 1.3. Yep. So you can see how it changed. Mm -hmm. So like uh, before the nerfs, yeah, Zedly mm -hmm. Sin was 11% play rate, 53% win rate, mm -hmm. and then it got dumped, bumped down to only 7% play rate and 50% win rate. Yep. So it's pretty cool to see. Like, still deck does very well, but it, you know has about like 3% across the, you know all of players mm -hmm. uh, less win rate, which is pretty pretty interesting. I like that. Yeah, I also like that. You know, we look at the just if you just look at patch one uh, ten uh, sorry one twelve. Um, you look and you see 11% for the, you know, Zed Lee Sin, which again, you know, was at the, the peak of, of Lee Sin strength. And then, you know, uh, uh, Trundle Trindamir, um, Four Mothers Call deck at 10%, Pirate Aggro at 10%, uh, Discard Aggro at almost 10%, Tom Soraka at eight, Bilgewater, Nox, uh, um, Deep at six, almost 7%. It's but it's like okay we're we're going down we're one two three four five six decks in and it's like we're you know five percent and the next one's five next one's four or three like there's so many decks that have that have like a a, a relevant play rate saucy which yeah. again like you look at magic and uh, I think actually it was yeah. uh, it was Jeff Hoagland who tweeted out his, yeah his, his tweet? tweet where he he yeah. he happened to go across uh, or he happened to come across um, Cosmic's tweet. Uh, with the the mobilitics meta breakdown next to like I, I think it was either I don't remember what it was like a GP no not a GP but like uh, some online tournament where it was like 70% of the decks were uh, gruel aggro and then there you know 30% were other and then it was like 70% of uh, LOR decks are other, and then, you know, yeah. it's like 10% is the best deck. Yeah, it was something like the top 10 most played decks in Runeterra only was like 30-some percent of yeah. the field, and like the top 10 decks in Magic was like 90% or something. Yeah, yeah. Which is... Which is uh, uh, yeah, it's... I mean, not to get like on a tangent of another game, but it's just, it is pretty cool that, you know, things like this sh remind us that there is so much variety in this game. Mm -hmm. um, even if you feel, and it, it's it's that perception thing, right? Where, you know, yep. the, we talked about it before when Blevins was trying to, you know, hit Masters the first time, like just writing down and keeping a spreadsheet of the games. Yeah. And you realize, oh, I don't honestly only see this one deck <laughs> over and over. And I, yeah. I say it all the time, like every time I play face against like feel the rush trundle i'm like okay here's the same game that mm -hmm. we played 55 times in a row when really it's not quite as polarized as it feels sometimes yep. it's just that's what you remember yep it's a uh, recency bias and confirmation bias all that all that classic stuff that you yep. can learn yeah, in community cool. college cool. check out your local yeah. community college <laughs> Piltover University. So yeah, we got the we got the actual data from Riot. Yes. Um, check it out if you honestly if you haven't read the patch notes. This is like the most dense one, so good do that. Um, but the the real meat and potatoes that everyone was looking forward to, we got a lot of card changes, like a we substantial amount, including a lot of changes to some uh, 
evergreen classic champions. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that uh, I, this is like a, a gripe that I've had for a while and mm-hmm. they, they finally fixed it. So Lucian and Jinx, yeah, they fixed to, well, they didn't, it's not like a fix, but they just changed the way they work. So yeah. now they can trigger their ability the same turn they level up all of like yep. the same way like Sejuani will do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's always something that's confusing to a lot of people, myself yes. included, like you level up Lucian and then like they'll kill the thing and then he doesn't rally that same right. turn. I'm like, no, that's how it should work. And uh, so, you know, a little bit of a buff to Jinx now. She can make rockets the turn she levels up. Yeah. Um, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, I think both um, Lucian and Jinx, uh, I mean, it is, it, like you said, it, it's kind of like, a, it's just a straight up change to how they've worked. Mm-hmm. But it also kind of feels like a, a quality of life because it's more of a consistency thing. I think if you read the card as is, they probably wouldn't do that. You know, Lucian says each round the first time an ally dies rally. So like reading the card logically, I wouldn't think that it would trigger the turn that it flips because it mm-hmm. or that it levels up because it would level up from the first time something died. And then the yeah. if. You know, you get it. Um, but because all the other cards work like that, just make them consistent. Yeah. Now, maybe if they could exactly. change the. Yeah, and I think it's because but... if you're like, you have to think of the permanent differently because it as a leveled up Lucian is a different instance. It's like another instance of a card, basically. It's like a different well, permanent. And that's why yes, works. but sometimes it doesn't work like that, right? Like, I know. It, exactly. So, and I get why they wouldn't do that because I guess, how would you, how would you do it? It would be like, the first time that this uh, leveled up Lucian sees something dot like uh, yeah. just get, just it's keep wordy. it this way and you'll yeah. learn. I mean we and no yeah well we we asked Umbridge about this last week and by the way if you did not listen to our episode last week it was an absolute treat and you should pause this episode and go listen to that because it was great we had game director for Legends of Runeterra right Umbridge on the show. So you should definitely uh, check that out um, as it was just a great episode. But, you know, they basically said, um, you know, it, it we could get super wordy and specific like magic is or, you know, we can kind of default to, yeah, you'll figure this out like after the first time yeah. you play it. Right. Which is which makes sense. Um, which is fine. I, yeah. I mean, there's growing pains in card games, whatever. As long as it makes enough sense to where, like, as long as it's not strictly wrong, because there's been times right. where the way it's worded is completely wrong based on how the effect works. So right. as long as they stay away from those situations, um, it's fine. Yeah. So first change, that's good. Next, uh, we got we got another couple cool changes. Our girl, Shilvana, she got a little bit of an upgrade. She got a power increase mm-hmm. on both forms, um, which I have been saying she is understated i'm like yep. it just feels bad to play her uh, so this helps what do you think of the change yeah shivana i think um is almost i don't want to say like a mini trundle but like you think yeah. about it like now with trundle's change which i guess we can kind of bring up as well yeah. trundle now got a, a a nerf in his health his his butt got a little smaller he's now only a mm-hmm. four now he's a measly bull elnuk he's a measly uh. bull elnuk for five mana uh, and, yeah, and the ice pillar also got a uh, a butt reduction down to a zero six from a zero eight. But I mean, Trundle for okay, Trundle's a different card. Don't don't get me wrong. Um, but like Shivana four mana four four or a five mana four five in Trundle. Like I'm definitely just from a stats perspective, 
favoring Shivana in that. Yeah. And also Shivana has the, you know, the ramp, the ramp aspect of, um, uh, Harold of the dragons turn two Harold yeah. turn three Shivana. I mean, I think that's a pretty, uh, a pretty strong play. And, and, and like Shivana is strong on her own. Um, you know, obviously having other dragons is great, but I also think yeah. that Shivana much like Trundle, um, is sort of evergreen enough where it's like, yeah, you can just play Shivana with no dragons if you want, you know, to fill your four slot with that. And you don't want to use any other, you know, use different champions. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, and we've talked about this for a long time now that, you know, uh, the four slot is extremely contested in Demacia, you know, and Demacia specifically. Yeah, right. You know, it's it's Bannerman. It's uh, Grizzled Ranger. It's, you know, the four drops in the other slot or the other region that you're uh, generally you look at looking to play. I mean, you could be playing Bilgewater and have, um, you know, some of the other four drops there too. Um, so, you know, Shivana doesn't necessarily fit in that, but also like if you're playing the, the Herald, you can throw a couple dragons in there. Yeah. It'd be fine. Um, it's yeah, pretty cool. Cool change. She's like on the, on the cusp of playable. Yeah. I, I think, uh, her time can happen. I, I think, you know, they're, it seems like they've gone a little conservative with the sort of like unit type um, synergies. It's not like magic where it's like, okay, we've got 58 elves and you can build an elves deck and it's going to be yeah. elves, elves, elves. It's like, okay, we've got dragons and like we've got some top end and there's like a little bit of synergy with some of the cards, but also like you can just kind of play dragons. Yeah. Um, it's a, uh, whenever like tribal synergies in card yeah. games and any card games, it's, it's, difficult because like if you put too many in at once they end up too strong and too easy to play yeah like, there's not any restrictions on not like why would you just not play everything yeah um so it, that's that's why we need more elnux you know we yes get, we, we do need more elnux why don't they just make trundle and elnux oh that'd be so sweet um or shivana and elnux screw it yeah um shivana I, could be an elnux dragon she definitely could in my book um she, she I, looks like it i i think so <laughs> Um, yep. the scaled Elnuk. Um, but yep. the other thing that, um, I actually heard, um, on swims stream, uh, I think it was yesterday was talking about the Tom Soraka deck <clears throat> and how like that deck is, can be like really strong or, you know, kind of mediocre depending on the meta, but like so much of that deck and that archetype that like self damage and heal, heal your units and like gain benefit from that and Soraka. And it's so pre-built um, yeah. in a way that's like, there's just not a lot of slots open in the deck to, to play around with, which is not necessarily a great feeling. Even if the deck is strong, um, when you feel really priced into playing, so much of the deck um, because of the synergy. It's such a synergy deck that like if you go too hard into that synergy, like for an elf deck or a, a dragon deck, it's like, well, I need to play all these dragons to get the dragon synergy online. But then it's like, well, now I can't play the withering will and not that you play withering will and dragon deck, but like but you might you could. Well, I mean, the same thing happened with Deep when it first came out. Remember, Saucy, where everyone was like, okay, search Deep. Okay, okay, I've got two card slots left. Let's add in uh, two other things. Not removal. Yeah, not removal. 
Yeah, so I think, you know, Rune, the, Shivana, I think, sort of fits in that sort of, like, nebulous kind of tribal synergy, like, gain some benefit from tribal synergies, but also, like, you can just play Shivana. That's fine. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, she's, yeah. I, and then I think they, they're afraid of making her too good to where she's just a good generic champion you just mm-hmm. throw in. Like, with the play. zero synergy. They're just like, right. yeah, she, if she's well, too, that's what too was, well statted. Right? Yeah. Exactly, like... You just played Trundle because he was real good, um, and that's yep. that's I think what they're afraid of. They don't want champions to have zero build around, mm-hmm. uh, which makes sense. It's definitely a fine line uh, for sure because mm-hmm. I it I, I don't necessarily want it to be like okay, well we've got the dragon deck and it's ninety percent complete, and you either play a, an additional single combat or you play uh, Tiana Crown Guard, and those are the only yeah. two choices. And those are—it's yep. one of the one extreme or the other. And the you know the other thirty-eight cards are the dragon theme cards. Um, yeah, exactly. Which isn't what you really want, and usually isn't good, or it's so too good. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I think you know Shivana. She was really lackluster before, so this should definitely push her closer and, and make her more of a consideration. She's very close. I think she's very close to, like, could be oh, yeah. okay. I, I think, it, you know, again, it's the... Is... She's getting attacked sort of in two directions. The four-drop slot specifically, and then also the champion slot, because it's like... So th- those two axioms are very contested in Demacia for the most part. So we'll see. I, I think you can definitely build a deck around her and uh, or include her in a deck. And uh, it's, it's not quite there. The Dragon Demacia deck is just a little bit. It's just a, missing a little bit there. But we'll mm-hmm. see. More cards come out. She could definitely get better. Um, speaking of potentially at least having gotten better, Saucy, I know... One you mentioned that you were playing with uh, before, Vlad got some changes. Yeah, love him. So now he, he got a little bit of a re- rework. He got a strict buff into where he only needs five dudes to take damage instead of six, which is good. But now how he works is he only damages the units that are to the right of him when attacking. Mm-hmm. So if you do have anyone that you don't want to see damage, you could throw them on the left, um, which is pretty yes. cool. Um, leads to just some more interesting decisions because before it's like, well, if you're attacking with your guys... You have to be, like, if they have one health, you're like, well, I guess I just need them to die. Um, yeah. So it's pretty cool. It's very interesting. I like it. I kind of wish that they just gave him the keyword, like, super support. <laughs> like, he supports everything to his right. Like, or, like, yeah. give him support and then say he supports every unit to his right. Because, like, give the support, give, you know, give give some more support cards. Because, you know, yeah. I think that that as a synergy and as like a theme is a little like weak in terms of all that. So maybe Vlad could have been like, I mean, Vlad, uh, let's see, Vlad Lulu could have been a cool thing, but yeah, Vlad Tarek, you know, they, he damages them and then Tarek gives them, uh, gives them tough. Could have been a thing. Could have been a thing, but, um, yeah, I mean, he got a little bit better kind of. Um, and you know, they're, they're not pushing Vlad too much. He's just getting little, little inches every once yep. in a while. Just a little, every so often, just a little, a little push, a little push. And I mean, with playing him the other day, his his new drain was completely irrelevant in a couple games. So, you know, he's he's getting there. One day he'll be yeah a card that we know about. 
maybe <laughs> right now he, he seems kind of like a meme but uh yep, but we'll... i'm playing some lucian vlad tonight so Ooh, nice that's always been one uh demacia noxus has always been one that i've wanted to be good i just yeah, haven't it's gotten like it the, there it's like uh, without being an si this is like the ultimate i want all my own stuff to die deck you yeah. know lucian and his wife vladimir everyone's yeah. just everyone's dying <laughs> if you took that if you took that sentence out of context you said lucian and his wife vladimir and vladimir yeah i i don't see the issue that's that's correct right yes yeah, sp- spank fiction, me spank me vladdy that's the that's that because spank me vladdy was garen and vlad so i think i'm gonna try right. it with lucian and vlad yeah spank me vladdy is one of my crowning achievements in life it's a great deck it's a great deck it's a great deck name you gotta love it um but we mentioned it before trundle got the uh got the mm, i don't want to say the axe but he certainly got a little bit weaker. He's now a mere bull Elnuk for five mana on the uh, unleveled side. And then, of course, is a five, six on the level side. An ice pillar going from eight health down to six. This, yeah, that was big. Yeah. This just makes Trundle look fair, which yeah. by comparison makes him seem way, way worse. But yeah. he's actually, I think, just a fair too strong unit still. Uh Yeah. I don't think yeah, he's, he, just, he's yeah. just a pile of stats and keywords before he was just, and that, I was trying to explain that to someone yeah. like, Oh, I miss, I miss, you know, I was getting so many free wins with this deck. I'm like, yeah. Cause it was a little too overtuned. Like, yeah. That's why he got a reduction in power. Oh, but he should no, that's, that's just how it works. So yeah, I mean, he's uh, the ice pillar is big. The ice pillar is really big. Cause eight mm-hmm. health on that thing for, and I'm doing air quotes right now, air quotes, essentially a free card. Yeah. That just never goes away is really damn annoying. Yeah. Um, so that's a that's a big one. Yeah, it just got like it got too it did too much stuff. Like it can attack as well, which is so weird. It was weird to me and then I think it was Casanova sort of explained to me how the flavor could work where like his alt is part of his attack, so like he can attack. Uh, sure. I I don't know if I bought it, but I mean, just really strong, versatile and yeah, he just had too much too many stats he's still going to be good but like now especially with regeration like he was so so hard to kill yes he had such a big ass gigantic ass uh and you couldn't kill him and if you tried to kill him and you failed he just regens back up so like you need to like overcommit to try to kill him. Yeah. Um, you have to thermo beam him for like seventy two to be able to kill him. Yeah, I, I think this was um, this was a change that a lot of people sort of called. Um, I mean, there's only so many things that you could change with Trundle that aren't like completely reworking the card. Yeah, I I, I almost I don't know how much this is going to change though um in the grand scheme of things i think it's certainly going to have an immediate impact and maybe that immediate impact as well as some of the other changes brings forth other decks and cards that are going to be good against that sort of feel the rush uh or war mother's call style deck with trundle and trindamir but like i think you could just cue this up uh as as it was and still be fine in a lot of cases it's going to be worse in some cases for sure but like 
Uh, Still totally fine. Um, yeah. Definitely worse. Let's talk about the other kind of nerf that really went along with this, and that's Weirding Stones. Yes. The card that gets changed every patch, I feel like. Um, Since the very beginning. From, <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, remember how broken Weirding Stones used to yeah, be? Yeah, it used to be like, two mana, right? Was it? Two mana. Yeah. Yep, it was. Two mana, was zero, two mana three. zero, three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But so now it gets a health reduction from four to three. Um, so now all of the three, you know, damage removal, get excited, mm -hmm. gotcha, all that thermo beam on, on, uh, this right turn, yeah. uh, I'll kill it, which is a very, very big deal. And you can't block every unit on the planet with it. Yeah. The weirding stones, like it dodged everything, like you said. And then also like you can chump, you know, you can chump block, you know, two, two times, yeah, a couple yeah. times, which is just insane. Cause that's what you need for that deck. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is, it, it also like, you know, having played that deck quite a bit, um, like a common play I would make is, you know, block a one, one, and then avalanche a turn later and still have my weirding stones. Can't do that anymore. You just can't block it all. Um, and then still have your weirding stone survive, survive an avalanche. It's, it's like you, you pick one or the other. Are you going to have your Weirding Stone survive Avalanche or are you going to block? Um, so it, it is kind of a small thing, but I think it, it is a, a, a relevant break point uh, quite a bit. Um, mm -hmm. And I mean, again, to, to my earlier point, like you can still go Weirding Stones on turn three and a turn four Trundle, and that's still going to be very, very strong. Um, yep. So and I think, that, you know, they obviously wanted to keep that as sort of a, as a line of play, like, Hey, go, go, uh, you know, turn three into a turn four, five drop. That's, you know, they want that to be a line of play. They just don't want it to be devastating like it was before. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of cards that gets changed, uh, that get changed yeah. relatively often. And even now in this case, reworked, mm -hmm. we've got Ezreal who is, uh, yeah, I think rework is really the only way to, yeah, it's definitely a fairly big change. Yeah. So, his unleveled side is going from 10 targets down to six, which is uh, a 40% reduction. But now his leveled up version will uh, only do one damage by default when you cast a spell, and it will do two if the spell targeted an enemy. Yep. Um, so, uh, and, and of course... It means, you know, enemy units, not the enemy nexus. Yeah, so this prevents things like the, the puff cap OTKs and just like it makes it harder know, at least, like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It it's it's not doing as much damage. Yeah. Um, uh, but it makes him a lot more playable and a lot more viable in different decks as yes. well. Like cause before you could only ever play him the turn you're about to win. Yes. Um, but now like there's a lot more reasons since you only did target six things, like right. to play him to get the mystic shots early and to actually you want the mystic shots to deal damage. Mm -hmm. Um I, I, it's really cool. I'm not just biased because I love Ezreal. Um, it's nice to be able to... I mean, so expect for the first probably week, you're going to see a ton of Ezreal everywhere because yeah. he hasn't been played in so long. People are excited to see yeah. it. It's a big change. Um, we'll we'll see if it sticks around or not. Uh, mm -hmm. If it is, you know, too good. But um, I think it's sweet. Maybe we'll see uh, some spooky Ezreal again. It's like one of my favorite decks. Yeah, I, I played again for maybe 20 minutes today and... Uh... Oh, maybe longer than that. I think I played five or six games today um, after the patch and uh, a lot of Ezreal mm -hmm. right now. Um, 
not I, I haven't quite seen the spooky Ezreal in that it was a harrowing deck yet. Um, yeah, I've seen more of a like almost like a Karina, and actually I played against someone who was literally running Karina, like a Karina style like. It's PNZ, Shadow Isles, uh um it's PNZ Shadow Isles control with Ezreal yeah. as a finisher and Yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it it's it's really being played a lot. I've seen uh Noxus uh Swain think, Swain Ezreal. Yeah. Yeah, that's been all everywhere. And I, I think the Sejuani Ezreal deck is a lot more viable because that deck was really close, even with him mm-hmm. at ten. Mm-hmm. Um I think at six it becomes quite good because you get troll yeah. chance um says oh, one of his ability true. levels him up. yeah um, you get all the frostbite effects obviously which those now deal more damage so mm-hmm. a lot of the ways you were dealing damage before in the failure version still do full damage with him leveled up true um so that that could be really well oh awesome. that's true the really, old really well school also I loved that deck. The old school, I mean, Elnuk <laughs> version. Uh, yeah. Rest in peace. That's not going to happen again. But yeah, that deck was the old, uh, the old um, Prismat special mm-hmm. back in the day. Yep. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, Saucy. Prismat is is has gone technically gone back to being a professional Heroes of the Storm player. They have really, been, I didn't actually know. Yeah, he, he came from that. Uh, he actually was a you know, played in HGC, uh, and now he's playing in the CCL. He got drafted uh, in the first round by a team. Um, That's dope. Yeah, so sad for the LOR community, as I really liked Prismat. Um, but, yeah, he's... Uh, Did I use it right? Sad? Sad, yeah, that's Sad. Um, that's Sad. I think, I don't know. We're we're boomers, so we don't we don't really know how that works. Um, but, yeah, so good for him. Bad, well, not bad. Sad, Sag, yeah, Sag for the uh, LOR scene because he was he was great. Um, we talked a little bit about Jinx before, and oh, saucy. I mean, for Lucian, I'm like, okay, good. Let's give Lucian a little bit of a bump. He's always kind of been like the bridesmaid for Demacia decks, and like never really the bride, but sometimes the like the favorite bridesmaid, where like yeah, yeah. he'd get played and he was really good, but like underrated. I don't know if that analogy really works anymore, but um. I'm fine with him getting a power buff. Jinx, I don't think needed like from a power level perspective, I don't think Jinx needed the the ability mm-hmm. to uh get the rocket on the same turn because it's like super relevant with her and like Yeah. It happens because they made a her rocket cheap. Yeah, her rocket got cheaper and uh like most I I would say not maybe not most, but a lot of the time that you're leveling her, it's via Poro Cannon or Rummage or mm-hmm. um, uh, Augmented Experimenter, which allow would which which are all cards that allow her or um, Zonite Urchin, which are all cards that allow her to level and then get the uh, the rocket in the same turn, uh, yeah. which is insanely good. powerful <laughs> yeah. that deck was already really good and she was already the best card in the deck so i feel like <sighs> this will probably and i think they alluded to this i'm not going to go look at the quote but i think they they said if it's too strong they'll look at some changes i feel like jinx probably eventually gets changed somehow i do yeah. like that she can make the thing in the same turn because i mean there's so many times i mean I, I still go against people who you know level her and then empty their hand and give you like an oops emote um yeah like it's still like it, it feels like you know she's leveled up and then her text you know is like oh yeah right. you know when i 
empty my hand and make a rocket. Um, it feels like she should do that, and now she does. So I like that she does it, but I am afraid. I, like she, I mean, yeah. discard aggro is one of the stronger decks, mm-hmm. and now it's just got stronger. Yeah, yeah. It it certainly like this change in some games is going to increase its clock probably by one by one turn, yeah. which is insane to think about. Um, and just makes Jinx all the more powerful, which I like. I, I like Jinx. Jinx is a really cool concept. I really like Jinx as a card. It's also one of the champs that you get, I think, two of for free in your account. So, yeah, like, so. make the beginner champ a good champ. I'm fine with that. Like, get newer players, give them good cards at the beginning. I'm fine with that. Um, but yeah, that deck seems like it's going to be strong. They might need to change something. Yep. Um, and it would probably have to be the rocket. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they make it do three in one. I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't want to speculate. Attack. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to make her a one, one. <laughs> yeah, they may, yeah. They make her a one, one for one. Yeah. That would yep. be, yeah, that wouldn't no, be one, one for four. Oh, one, for four. One, four. Ooh, yuck. Yeah. I hate, I hate that. Great. Great. Speaking of too strong. Yes. Tarek or Tarek or Tariq gets, gets a, a major, a major buff. Going from two power to three. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that this is going to change. I don't think that Tarek's um, attack was the thing that was keeping him out of play. This will certainly help. Um, and I think there's been some fringe decks, um, at least from the competitive side, that have utilized Tarek. Um, yeah. But eh, eh. it helps. Like, support's just really tough because you have to attack with the units. Um, yeah. and he can't trade into literally anything at two power, so it does help. Yeah. Um, it, obviously a buff helps, like, mm-hmm. duh, but it, it's whether or not this is good enough to make, uh, Senior Tariq better. I can't remember if it was, was it, was Umbridge talking on our show, or was it, it might not have even been Umbridge that was talking about this, it was talking about Tarek, but like, the, problem the inherent problem with support champions is that they are by definition only doing something on attacking turns so like they feel half as effective as um other ones so like how do you come to terms with that as a mechanic it's like oh i mean and like Tarek, and yes he's offensive but he kind of feels like he should be defensive but support is the antithesis of that so um i don't know uh again i i go back to the uh my uh, the old uh adage of i'm glad i'm not a designer of the game because i think they have a a very uh hard job and they do a very good job of it but this is like uh what do you do with support like where do you know is it something that like uh, maybe it needs to get reworked entirely, but then there's like some cards that feel really good, but like support doesn't feel like it's great. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. So we'll see. Um, it's good that he got a buff. Um, uh, I don't know that it's really going to change too much in terms of his competitive viability, but if you are, if you were a Tarek main or really, really, really wanted to play Tarek in a competitive deck, you got that much better for it. True. So. Um, what, what they really need to do is make it so that you can do the uh, the combo that we wanted. 
put that put that bring in the game. Back, bring back fizz combo. Let's yes. Go. It's not going to happen, sadly. Um, so that was those were just the champs that got changed. We've also got some uh, some followers and spells as well, including Tiana Crownguard, who is now going to be an eight mana eight eight. Eight eight Tina. I'm I'm they learned the uh they learned from the uh the Gristlebrand problem. Or what was Gristlebrand the one that did it right or that did it wrong? Where like Gristlebrand is a seven seven, pay seven life, draw seven cards, but cost yeah. eight mana, and it's just like aesthetically uh, unpleasing. Like Yeah, you look at it, you're like, wait, Gristlebrand. Wait, he should life. cost seven mana, but he actually cost eight because it's like yeah. four and then four black. Yeah. Um so you know. Tiana Crownguard, uh, you know, I, again, I don't know how much uh, additional play Tiana is going to see because she's an 8-8, uh, but it's probably not going to be less than she already did. No, yeah. It, I mean, 8 power's good. Sweet. She was, I mean, she was great in the, the vaults of Helia Dragon's deck that wasn't great. So right. Whatever. It's a... It's a Kind of seems like it's an irrelevant change, but yeah, one day or right? it's whatever. Uh, Chiana should be a bigger trump to end game followers from other regions. Okay, that's their that's their um, yeah, it's reasoning. It's like, yeah, she's an eight mana card. Look at some of the other eight mana cards, she needed a, a little bit. Okay, cool. Uh, we already talked about weirding stones, fuzzy caretaker. Speaking of support, saucy, we got fuzzy caretaker got a little bit of a, a, a buff. Yeah, so he he got a mana cost reduction, which are always substantial. Yep. Uh, going down from four to three to counteract that, they made his health go from three to two. Um, but I mean, I'll take a three mana three two, and his support ability is pretty good. So I in uh, they they talk about like he was a little too expensive for his ability, and mm-hmm. like it's especially like you want to play him in more low to the ground decks. You know, if you are playing these, maybe with Lulu, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think. Th- like four mana was really tough to justify him. Three is a lot better. It is. Uh, he still feels weird. I mean, three mana, three two. It's like, again, go back to go back to the the basics. Vanilla test. Are you playing a three mana, three two? No, you're not. That's a two mana. That's a two mana card. Is a three two. So, what is his ability he's giving Trevor you? That's yeah, the he's no Trevor Snoozebottom. Is exactly right. Mm-hmm. And then also again to go back to what we talked about with Tarek, support being the inherently sort of uh a, a weird ability and only offensive and like he actually doesn't curve well with lulu right because you yeah. would rather go you actually would rather go three into four in that uh in that scenario or two into three right um three into yeah, three is a little the, bit awkward the, he like helps the times you don't have lulu but yeah it's yeah it's still tough but definitely a lot better i just i don't know i don't i don't really play those type of decks to begin with i'm not yeah. a huge fan of like aggressive support decks so but that's just me they're really tough they're really tough to make um i tried a lot and they just feel like awkward because you either end up wanting to just cut a lot of the support cards and just go elusives and then every card that's not elusive in the deck feels really worse yeah a lot worse yeah because it just instant snap gets blocked every time but i don't know maybe uh he certainly again is not worse than he was um but i don't know if that makes him good or not 
Um, okay, moving on to Mina Swiftfoot, the good old nine-cost Ionia unit, uh, which has seen some play at varying points in time. She is now uh, a nine-mana 7-6 with quick attack instead of a nine-mana 6-5 with no additional ability. And then, of course, still, when you play her, recalls three enemies. Have you, have you played yeah. a lot of Mina Swiftfoot, Saucy? I've not. Uh... So I have played a little bit fairly recently in the, uh, I, again, I don't know any of the KDA cards, the five mana one. I've been playing Mina in that. Okay. Um, because, you know, you get to bring her back and play her and yeah. then do it again to recall all their stuff. Yeah. A seven, six with quick attack is a big old body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, she definitely, uh, that is super relevant because like a six, five, at that mana cost was going to get blocked by a lot of stuff and traded with, yep. um, which always felt kind of bad. She feels like a really dominant force now. Cause she already was like a huge swing when you played her. Um, and she actually, so many minas. Oh yeah. She actually was starting to see a little bit of, mm, I don't know if I'd call it tier one play, but high level play, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, in a field of rush deck that actually cut shadow isles and played Ionia instead. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think worked quite well. I played a little bit of that, and it uh, it felt good. It felt a little bit greedier than the Shadow Isles decks for my taste, but was certainly good. And now, I mean, the buff. Ooh, I don't know. Again, I don't it's know if from uh, it, it feels good from a um, you know, playing a nine mana card perspective. But man, I don't know if the from a you know um card meta standpoint, if Mina needed that much of a buff but this is certainly gonna push you more into that side of the ionia top end um if you're looking to go that way yep i dig it um so this is a card that i've been wanting buffed since the beginning of time since the start of the game funsmith uh is getting a mana cost reduction from five to four to offset that they reduced her power from two to one which who cares uh four mana funsmith is so much better i mean mm. i still want her to be a three mana card but i'm insane Oof. uh no I've, I've been seeing a lot of i've been seeing the discord all day talking about Sm- funsmith and people mm-hmm. playing funsmith decks um i'm super excited about this uh, four mana is so much more reasonable yeah i i think still sort of on that fringe but yeah four mm-hmm. mana again does not pass the vanilla test even close but Four mana one three. Four mana one three is not getting there, but 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 it is such a good ability. I mean, just think about what it's like having a ke- uh, keg in play. This is a permanent yep. keg, right? Um, which is very very strong. Um, and withering whales good. Oh yeah, and this is the Funsmith is a very um I think delicate card to 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 balance because like. When this card's really good, it is uh, very annoying to play against. Um, But uh, I don't know. I mean, I want them to be putting the fun in Funsmith, not the Mm -hmm. SMH in Funsmith. Yeah. I just came up with that one on the spot. That was Um, really good. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think it's... uh, That is... 
I, I've seen people playing it today. Obviously, it being you know essentially day zero. Um, I'm new not card. putting a lot. Yeah, yeah new car, essentially brand new card. I'm not putting a lot of stock into uh, this being an indicator of Funsmith's competitive viability. But yeah, it's at least close if people are playing with it. Yeah, yeah. I think this. I'm excited to play this with the Israel uh, Shadow Isles deck with yes. the rack your bags card. Yes. Uh, rack so yeah, your bags. Speaking of the Ezreal Shadow Isles deck, we got a uh, another Black Spear change, um, but not a re- a revert to the old uh, the old Black Spear of Yore, which is kind of what I thought they were going to do, and I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. I think this yeah. this this uh, iteration makes a lot more sense. Um, Black Spear now is going to do four damage uh, to a unit if an ally died this round. Versus yep. three, of course, this also applies to Callista's Black Spear as well. So, I mean, the way that I've kind of seen it put is like we now Shadow Isles now has its own Ravenous flock. Yeah, yeah, in a way. And um, like it is, I mean, I complain about Black Spear basically once a stream because I'm like, remember when we had a two mana Black Spear? Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's flavorful and it, it's good to just have different types of removal options. Not that. Uh, um, Shadow Isles is lacking removal. Um, <laughs> yeah, there wasn't having, enough. Yeah, they they were lacking. But now you have, you know, this is something that you could actually consider playing now mm-hmm. if you're wanting to deal four damage because, you know, you're usually playing stuff like Grasp and it's three. So yeah. I like it. I, it. It's definitely better, obviously. Um, three mana deal four feels pretty good. Yeah, I think, I think this gives you, um, you know, especially in that, um, you know, the PNZ pairing with Shadow Isles, it gives you some additional options um, depending. I mean, it's a meta call at the end of the day, right? Just like all yep. of the shadow Isles um, removal is it's like, yeah. is whale better is grass better is vent. Do you need more to lean more towards vengeance? You, do you want the, the one mana pings or the one damage pings rather? Um, so uh, I like shadow Isles being that sort of like removal suite. Um, and this is just now it's an actual, you know, something you're actually going to at least consider playing. I've already seen, yeah people cutting it when they were playing it earlier, like within the course of from theory crafting to playing it to like, eh, maybe this is only a one of, um, so not, not necessarily, not, not necessarily a gigantic meta swinging card, but you know, that break point between three and four is certainly relevant. And having this in the deck opens up the ability for shadow Isles um, deck to deal with a little bit more, which is nice. Mm hmm. And now we can move on to R.I.P. Tide Rex getting the nerf bat here, uh, going from seven power down to six and from seven cannons down to six. Saucy, are we playing uh, taps before the the six gun salute here for Riptide Rex or is he still good? I think I think he's it depends on like. Now you have to think about what kind of deck you're playing it in mm-hmm. and like make more like thought other than I just slam him down always. Right. Yep. Um it's definitely I think the card is still fine. I think it's still a solid card. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like this is more reasonable if it's a little bit less feels bad. Mm-hmm. Um like the the cannon shots still do the same thing, which I'm kind of glad they didn't change that. I still love the design of Riptide Rex. Yeah. Like, I love how it works. Um so I'm glad they didn't change that. Um, he does on his own level up Ezreal, so that's good. Yeah, that is cool. So, 
so yeah I, I don't know i think he's still fine i'm glad he's not as you know crazy as before because yeah every time they played him before you just lose the game so yeah maybe now you don't just auto lose so i'm i think if i recall this interview correctly i think it was actually on one of the riot official streams where they had one of the lore l-o-r-e people for lore l-o-r legends of runeterra on and they talked about he talked a little bit about the lore of riptide rex and i think i might be i might be misremembering this but i think they asked you know why does why does riptide rex fire seven cannons specifically and i think the answer was because the concept art that was originally drawn had seven cannons on it and okay. I, I, I think if you check, you could count and see seven cannons. So if that's the case, and I might be rem- rem- remembering this wrong. So if I am, then completely discount this. But if I'm not, I hope that they changed the art and got rid of one of the cannons on yeah. the art to reflect the change. Because that those little things, those like little Easter egg things, are like my favorite things in the world when those when that happens. Um so I hope I hope that with this nerf they change yeah, that. Yeah, otherwise they're going to need to be paying someone. You can't just change something that important and him only have and him have seven cannons. What is just one a dud? Yeah, where's where? Got to load well, one. Uh, hello, Riot, Mr. Riot. Uh, hello, uh, there's seven cannons on uh, Riptide Rex. Where? Why, why he shoots six? Why one cannon no work? Well, if one, one of them's a dud, no work. if one of them actually is a dud, then. He should fire seven cannons and, and have one of dud. them be a dud. And like, it that'd can be such a cool change. That'd be actually. so, that'd be so that. funny. Oh, and you don't know which one's a dud when it goes off. Either player does. Ooh, that would be interesting. That and it would, would also, it could also still count for an Ezreal trigger. Um, I'm, I'm in on it. They, they should yeah, do it. I'm, I'm super in. And Night well, Strikers confirming there's us? still seven. Why aren't we? Oh my God. Someone That's tweet at Umbridge. Someone tweet tweeted Umbridge and everyone else. Hey, hey. Uh, oh, wait, no, this is Ruben Zoo, right? This is we have to tweet. Yeah, it. this is this is something that the the live design lead uh, that has literally nothing to do with the art or uh, lore direction should be. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's he's in charge. He's the design. He's the balance. What the live live design lead. live balance lead. Live. And he's this has been changed specifically from I like to think that every car change is just Ruben Zoo and no one else. Right. And he made this choice. I mean, apparently change. you are much like Twitter because I see him get yeah. him yeah. get tagged in everything. And it's like, yeah, you don't even no matter you what. didn't even put any thought into what his job probably is. <laughs> yeah. So I know that this is a fact, and now I demand a refund. Um um yeah, I demand a I demand a refund of our very free to play friendly game. Um, but enough of that. Um, although we will bring this up on every episode until they change it. Um, but <laughs> enough on that for now. The last chain card change here was to Eclipse Dragon, which mm-hmm. got a two health buff up from five to seven. Yep. Yeah, big. I mean, th- this is a big deal because. Uh, seven mana five or seven mana seven five is just dog shit. Um, so now <laughs> it feels a lot less bad to play. Um, and the, I like that they you know put reasoning and have nothing to do with you know the dragons, but even they wanted a big uh, like a big option for daybreak decks, um, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. You know to think about even if you ignore as a dragon tag, yeah. Um, which I mean you're not, but like just an, an option for mm-hmm. daybreak decks. 
you know, and and a bigger dragon. Like his body was just was just dog shit. Mm -hmm. So this is I, I don't know if it makes him more played, but it's more considerable now. Yeah, this one. Um, I already started to see Eclipse Dragon see some play. Um, so like this is definitely pretty big, and and certainly it's gonna be a lot harder to deal with. Um, there's, yeah. a, it, I mean, the same sort of line for Mina, where it's like, well, you've got this big nine mana investment, and then they, I mean, obviously you get the ability too, but they chump block it and and whatever. Now it's like, especially when you uh, when you um factor in fury as well it's like okay well this is really hard to kill now you have to sort of overkill well you have to kill it in one shot or else uh you know you're gonna have to put a lot more uh resources into it but yep uh, i don't know um eclipse dragon uh certainly been seeing more play I, yeah it's such a cool card too yeah and i think i've played a total of one of these before because i just couldn't okay. bring myself i mean to play a seven mana you know, seven, five, right. Sometimes doesn't do stuff like I, I'm always just playing mind splitter in, instead. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's funny you say that because in, in a tournament game, we saw a player who was playing, um, was playing, uh, a trundle shadow isles deck and cast unspeakable horror gets eclipse dragon and then from the Eclipse Dragon, got a uh, Mind Splitter from it in their Shadow Isles Trundle deck, and it was against Lee Sin. So it was it was actually That's like sick. the biggest Chad move ever. I believe that was Deech uh, from the uh, uh, from the uh, in Fight Night. That was a uh, that was a good one. I mean, that was like insane rng skills which was awesome um it was very fun to cast that but uh a lot of people were screaming hearthstone which uh, i can't really argue against it in that situation but <laughs> yeah that that's when you just like ooh, i got hearthstone yeah sometimes you do um although did you see that new hearthstone one of the new hearthstone cards where uh that they released where it was like it's literally a mage card that transforms every spell in your deck into a different one that costs three more, but it keeps the same, the original cost. Yeah. Cost, yeah. It's like three mana, literally randomize your deck with brand new cards. <laughs> yeah. Was, uh, it's so good. I, I'm just like, was, I loved it. Yeah. People are like, Oh, make it right. It's too much RNG. And it's like, uh, hold, hold my hearthstone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good stuff so so good um i guess the last thing oh uh we actually didn't mention this saucy um spectate mode actually in the game yep. now yep so that that's the uh it's the big one spectate mode yeah uh, and and it's amazing it's it's ah uh, but the most so i've got to just say the most important part of spectate mode the most important part mm -hmm. you can pet their guardian yes if that wasn't there, that would really be a. Oh, yeah. it'd be un it'd be unplayable. It the would game, definitely the be unplayable. Game would be unplayable. So they added spectate mode, and they even put in here, "Hey, we put this in a little ahead of schedule, so there's mm. gonna be bugs. Expect there to be bugs. Um, don't think it's flawless, but just give us a little slack." Yeah. And they're like, "We'd rather just be in the game now, 
Um, and we were all hoping it was going to come in at least, you know, a little earlier so that they can get the bugs worked out and stuff before the tournaments start happening. Um, mm -hmm. And this is this is great. This is a social yeah. feature so many people have wanted. Now it feels more like a game. You can kick back, hang out, chill with your friends on Discord and watch them play games much better. Yep. And it's great. Awesome. Yeah. It, it it really is awesome. Um, I have I, I haven't tested it out myself yet, um, but I did hear some uh, or not hear some reports, but saw some folks on Discord were mentioning uh, were mentioning that they uh, there was definitely some bugs to it. So, um, still going to be a little a little bit away from something like us running a tournament with it, but uh, it's certainly a gigantic step on the way there, and just like you know kudos to the team for adding this because it's something that we've wanted for for so long which is awesome for so many years yep so many years um they also this is this is less well i mean it's still important but it's less so important um they changed the uh the gauntlet to best of three now um mm -hmm. instead of just best of one which is cool you know, you're doing pick ban and then you're doing a best of three, which and it made... only requires four wins, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah. The number of wins needed per run is now down to four. And yeah, uh, so it's four best of three instead of yeah. what, seven best of one. Yeah. Which makes sense. Um I mean, like Math. it it was it was a little bit weird, like you're bringing three decks and then banning one and then there's two left, but you're only playing a best of one, so it's like there's one deck that one deck gets banned, one deck gets played, and the other one's just kind of like there? you're banning it yourself. It's like your opponent yeah. bans one, you ban one, and then you play the last one. I guess is kind of how it felt, but self-ban. Yeah, Love that. Self-ban. Which is something that people talked about, but this uh have talked about before with formats, but like this was what that was, I guess kind of. But um regardless, um yeah, I mean that's in, and then there's a new uh a new lab as well, which is kind of cool. Actually, the the that's yeah, really interesting. The you build your own deck, and then you get bonuses depending on these different um, uh, variables. Like if your deck is all even cards, then at the start of round, allies uh, get plus one plus zero. If it's odd, they get plus zero plus one every turn. If your deck has no followers, uh, you get an ability, and then if your deck is all commons, you get another ability as well. So. I'm really loving these labs where they're like experimenting with all this stuff. And I mean, like we talked about with Umbridge um, last week, like really turning Runeterra into less of a like Legends of Runeterra is a 1v1 competitive card game where you do this and, and have it be more of like like Magic where like Magic, yes, is a 1v1 competitive card game, but like there's Standard, there's Modern, there's Cube, there's um uh edh there's a, a ton of different formats and like magic at the cards of magic the gathering are a game system not just one individual game and like looking at the game through that lens mm -hmm. it's just super super cool especially when you think about like the longevity of a game like i think you know again if you did not heed my advice earlier in the podcast um I mean, we're almost done here now, so maybe finish out this episode. But go back and listen to that episode um, because it was one of the last things we talked about, and that was really, really uh, gave me a lot of hope for the game and the game's direction yep. moving forward. Yep, truth. 
But big, uh, big truth indeed. Uh, Saucy, is there anything else that we want to talk about here? So that's the patch. That was a bit. That was a big one. It was a big one. It was very, very in depth. I mean, it took. I was up until wee hours of the morning doing my, you know, patch overview video. Yeah. Um, and I haven't even like I haven't been doing them all the time because now that we're getting patches with content changes all the time, it's like, all right, here's a full video where two cards change. Like yeah. this had a, had some mate and titers to it. Oh yeah. Well, this is like their cadence of like the post new set, um, patch like balance patch. So like the last one yeah, was just like we have a couple of emergency changes that we want to go for, and this I don't is. Know if I'm gonna make this up or if this is actually in there. I think they said this is the last big balance chest chatch patch before the um december tournament right uh a... yeah these changes are the yeah. last ones we have planned before the first seasonal tournament in december so right which is um, in um a month right yep. it's so the actually yeah stuff, and this will be what we play with for the uh the big old big tournament yeah actually the the cutoff for so again um if you did not know there are two ways to qualify for the end of season uh the end of season tournament it's be in the top 700 in ladder uh right now or uh get a prime glory which or uh get a win your last chance gauntlet um be one of the first 324 people to win the last chance gauntlet so I or think, be saucy mailman. Or be saucy mailman. mailman. Uh, uh, for official purposes, there are no invites given out for free. Um, but uh, you accept the saucy mailman. Uh, y- I-, I think a lot of people are kind of sleeping on the like, oh, well, if I can just hit Masters, I'm going to get it automatically. And like when I hit Masters a week ago, I think there was like 250 people-ish. I just checked before we started the podcast, and there's over 500 now. So... Um, just hitting masters is not going to uh is not going to hit it especially considering that there's likely going to be a big push at the end for the like people who are in 750th place so uh if you're uh planning on qualifying for it and you're planning to qualify for it via the ladder uh i would try to get your lp early and often don't wait to the last minute because that is going to be stressful. But uh, nonetheless, that's going to be a cool one to watch for sure, and just see how that how that pans out, and like what we're you know going to be getting moving forward with the you know the set release cadences and whatnot. True, so. big, big true. That is our gigantic bite of meat and potatoes for this patch, saucy. That was a good. That was a good one, and a big and a big one for sure. But where can people find you on the internet when you're not here talking about Legends of Runeterra? Yeah, you can just find me on the internet. I'm just Saucy Mailman on Twitch and Twitter and YouTube and all the places, and I do the content. All the content and all the places. You can all find me on Twitter at the underscore Blevins. You can also find me on Giant Slayer Broadcasts on Fridays. Uh, we're now doing EU and NA tournaments for Giant Slayer Fight Night. So pretty much Friday all day. Uh, if you want to watch high level Legends of Runeterra, twitch.tv slash Giant Slayer TV is where to be. 
Um, you can also find the show on Twitter at RuneTerrible. You can go to RuneTerrible.com, DeckPicks.Live. The best place, however, to go is going to be Discord.me slash RuneTerribleRadio. We've got all of our links. The community lives there. We've got such a awesome and thriving community there. Definitely the best place to go. If you want to support us, you can uh, over at Patreon.com slash RuneTerribleRadio. You can see all of the benefits that are included there as well. But that is going to be it for this episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. For Saucy, I'm Levins. And we'll see you next week to talk about some more Legends of Runeterra. Wow. Stand.